There are so many amazing free plugins available for download right now to help you with your production and mixing. Go to mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash plugins to download and get access to a bunch of free and premium plugins on Plugin Boutique. Happy mixing, my friends, and enjoy the show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., at Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Check out the Mixing Music Podcast on Amazon Music. Just visit amazon.com forward slash mixing music. Hello and welcome back to the Mixing Music Podcast. I am your host, DK, and with me as always is... My lovely co-host, Leviathan Lou. Well, uh, Lou, Lou, I asked Lou what nickname he wanted. That was the name that he thought of. And I was it like, was what the heck is thought. Leviathan? <laughs> we looked it up. It's a mythical uh, serpent-like monster. So Yeah. It's pretty badass. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. It's a pretty badass nickname. Honestly, I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Let's keep yeah. it. Yeah. Um, this is a good episode. We'll go right into it. Um, it's about automation. And the importance of automation. I think we've talked a little bit about automation in the past, but we want to dedicate another episode to it and the importance of it. Um, I want to start off with this concept. Um, if you are a producer or if you mix, obviously, you're going you're gonna to recognize production and arrangements regardless mm-hmm. of whether you're a mix, mixer or a producer, right? A yeah. songwriter. Um, have you heard of the concept ear candy? Yeah. I'm saying this for the audience, yeah, right? Yeah. Ear candy is like those moments where it's just like, ooh, that was nice. And it can even often become moments where it's like, ooh, that little like the the let's say the rain stick or whatever it is, that little hook that happened right there with the it's with just the guitar. Added to the experience. Oh yeah, that, that thing that only happened once or twice in the entire song. Yeah. Right? That like kind of made the song for me. Like there's songs that do that. Yeah. And we call it ear candy. Um, money moments along those lines, right? And uh, this ear candy is incredibly important for producers. And oftentimes that's some of the biggest feedback for producers. Like we, we want more ear candy. And there's some producers out there that are absolutely amazing at ear candy. And I want to be clear and don't worry, this is, has something to do with automation. The reason why I bring this up is because I was, I was talking to one of my students about the importance of automation. Okay. 
and he specifically brought up automating like effects, reverbs and delays mm-hmm. and stuff. And I was, I, I explained it like this, just like ear candy is only ear candy when it is placed thoughtfully, mm-hmm. like, and sporadically. Yeah. Same too with reverbs and delays. Yeah. If you put in a blanket reverb or a v- blanket delay, it is so boring and the production, the mix feels cheap. Yeah. Uh, same thing with volume automation and levels and other things as well. Um, I'm, and I'm not saying that you have to automate every single Q factor and gain of each point on the EQ. You know, that's not necessarily necessary. That's not necessary. But um, especially with effects yeah. and sends, let's, let's start with that. Automating it and making sure that it changes from section to section, that it's emphasized in some parts of the song than others is what keeps the effects, reverbs, and delays interesting. So if you've had a trouble getting interesting effects, reverbs, and delays mm-hmm. on your vocals or on your instrumentation, um, automate them. Turn them on and off. Make it more and less in different section. Yep. Great example of this is Boyfriend by Selena Gomez, mixed by Tony Maserati. In the first verse alone, I've been up all night, big reverb, pretty restlessly, and then... Uh, uh, dry and mm-hmm. like he'll like play with it in a single verse he'll mess with the reverb throws and delay yeah. throws and it keeps that verse so interesting just listen to the first verse of Boyfriend by Selena Gomez I think that's a great example of how uh, mixing can really change the vibe and feel and, and get you to appreciate the space or lack of space yeah. when you play with it Lou uh, Let's dive deeper into that, Lou. Um, tell us how you like to automate your effects. So one of my favorite things to automate, which people have kind of told me like, oh, you could actually just, you know, cut and edit that. I'm like, yeah, you can. But this is a little bit easier with automation, uh, depending how much you want to be changing this. Autotune. Ooh. Yeah. Main reason is that there's a lot of functions in autotune. Um, like, I'm especially going over this, like, because... Uh, like currently right now, before we linked up, you know, you saw I was recording like a, an autotune video. So it, it's kind of funny because I was talking about the vibrato section of it. And this is kind of one of the things that I learned by listening to one of Tizio's mixes, or at least I, I believe it was Tizio, but it's uh, Who's Gonna by Chris Brown, uh, which is just, you know, uh, a, a modern version of the original record. Let's just be honest. Like it's it's a dope record. But we know what he was trying to do. But there's this one sustained note where, like, you hear him sing it, and then the vibrato almost inhumanely uh, triggers. Same with Poland. Yeah. Poland with, yeah. Uh, uh, what's his face? I took the walk yeah. to Poland. But it's really cool because it's one of those things that, like, yeah, you can make cuts and edits, but let's say that you actually wanted to control how much of it and when it onsets and everything, you can actually automate all the controls in even something as simple as auto-tune. Lil Yachty, is, that's who that was. Little Yachty, boom. I'll be honest, uh, I told that's you, probably I the one record I know. <laughs> that's probably like the one record I know. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's yeah. that's a, that, that's good use of synthetic. Um, like vibrato, vibrato yeah, because yeah, I know some people use, uh, what is it, Tremolator? Uh, I know uh, Nels uses that on uh, Shadows, I believe the record was. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's kind of dope because it's like. It's Tremolo like, versus vibrato. Vibrato is is modulation on pitch mm-hmm. and, and tremolo, tremolo is, is on modulation dynamics. on yeah 
Yeah. So it's really cool because like if you learn to actually even play with these things, you can also change the performance of the vocal, not just the the tone of it or anything like you can always automate like saturation you want the guitars to get a little more distorted during the chorus or something but you actually like where the saturation's sitting you're not trying to make too many edits you could just up it for the chorus and you're done but like autotune is one of those things i don't always see automated but i started seeing people like baines and tizio doing it more after that record where i started pinpointing by listening like yo I noticed that there's a lot more autotune on these three lines. And then on these lines, there's a lot less. And it's intentional. I, I've done that a few times for like artists where they sing the chorus mm-hmm. and they like rap the verse, like less yeah. singy. But I'm, I've done a couple of things. I've automated it in the, in the past when they recorded it on one track or they only mm-hmm. sent me one track. They comped it and sent me one track. Um, I've also just duplicated it or they've had a separate track for the verse vocal. So I just did two different instances yeah. of autotune. I've done that too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, automate like, especially with like autotune uh, effects mm-hmm. where it's like, there's a bunch of cool things that you can automate and whatnot. Yeah. Um, definitely moments automating different things. You can automate presets. I've automated EQ before. I was talking about how you yeah. don't have to do that. But like, for example, we want more of that filtered effect in the chorus mm-hmm. i've even gone as far as like there's a really big 1.2k resonance in the voice only when they go into the upper register of their voice during the chorus yeah and it's really annoying mm-hmm. and so like i either and and this is where like sometimes you can just automate them creating automation or just like duplicating the track and just having a different instance of eq yeah. Uh, for just the chorus again. And and for something like that where I have a bunch of plugins, not just the EQ, I'll probably automate it rather than duplicate all of the plugins and just change the e- EQ one again. Yeah. You know, um, but that's just a workflow thing and trying to use less CPU as well. But uh what what other effects? Okay, so one of the fun ones is doing ping pong delays. Ooh. Yeah. So have you ever like heard a song where I love like ping pongs. Exactly. But have you ever heard like on certain delays where they just start fading to one side or the other, but you actually want to control where it's going? There's stuff like Pan Man or Auto Pan from Avid. And I'm sure every DAW has their own stock auto pan kind of feature. But um, I've actually always enjoyed if somebody says like move to the left, throw a delay to the left, move to the right, throw the delay to the right. You don't want to create separate bus groups and pan them. No, it's just easier to just automate things. So you move with the lyrics and how those delays play with it. This reminds me of uh, not a flaw, but I wish, I wonder if they had this in the update. I feel like I saw this in an update recently. But one of the things with Pro Tools about panning stereo tracks is that you have to automate the left and right pans independently. independently. It's so, annoying. so what I do is I just put like an S1 imager from like waves and yeah. then I just like automate that. Yeah. So it's like automating a single plugin or a single knob rather than everything. Um, whereas yeah. like logic and studio one, it's just a single just slider one. Yeah. for stereo and mono tracks. I think that's super actually nice with panning. Um, but yeah, uh, that's, that's super interesting. There's many things that you can automate. Yeah. Like I'll automate um, Saturn. You know that, uh, mm. that uh, I guess. Fab Filter Saturn, which is a saturation plugin. Yeah, exactly. But um, I'm trying to remember what I called the video. I don't like the have Saturn, Saturn trick. yet. Really? I've, I've literally, I've like for all these years that I've been mixing, I have not bought Saturn yet. I, I got you. <laughs> but. I've never used it. It's, it's really funny because like. Uh, so with Saturn, if you take the saturation and reverse it, it actually does this thing where like 
some of the signals, some of like the the tones that like the room tone, you can actually start sucking it out of the audio source. So I uploaded a video where like a clap has a ton of reverb behind and you're like, I just want the sample to be dry. I took the saturation and fully reversed it and it came out completely dry. You can reverse saturation? Yeah, with Saturn. It's it's insanely cool. It's not necessarily reversing saturation, but rather changing how it feeds into the saturation. That's interesting. I've seen seen that video. Where's that video? Is that on your YouTube? It's on YouTube, yeah. What is that? Is that uh, Uh, just... Mastered by Lou. Just type yeah. in on YouTube, Mastered by Lou. You can find uh, his videos. Saturn 2 Trick. Saturn yeah. 2 Trick. Cool. Yeah. Um, but like that, the cool thing about automating that one is let's say that you get vocals from somebody and it's like, oh, I got to take a little bit of the room, but I also want to saturate their vocals, this and that. I, I kind of use automation to kind of take out some of the room and change how the saturation hits them in between lines. Because they might have like yelled something and the room came out a little bit louder. And I don't want it to oversaturate, so I can actually back off the saturation for that movement using the the input filter, and it actually deadens the room a little bit and softens the attack into the saturation. Mm. So, like using automation in a creative way of trying to do two birds in one stone. Interesting. That's a, that's actually a really good idea. I've definitely automated like gates and different things. Yeah. Uh, triggers as well. Um, but yeah, so like we have reverbs and delays. One of my favorite tricks, take this as you will. I love to do an alter. So in my delay send, mm-hmm. I'll do like a little alter boy. Okay. And yeah. I'll pitch it down an octave or up an octave and, and do a little bit of the format shifting as well. Um, I'll do ping pong delay and then I'll put a little bit of my Valhalla preset reverb for yeah. my ad libs, just a little bit of it. So it does. So it's like, for example, um, if, if there was a delay on this, like to Poland, 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 go yeah. left and right. I think, I think that that's like a signature DK mix move. I love yeah. doing that. Where it's actually like, okay, cool. Like the separation isn't necessarily the fact that there's like a delay, but the delay also occupies a different range. So it stands out a little more. Yeah. Yeah. I think the point of automation, regardless of whether you do a send and you change the value or the amount that's sent or whether you duplicate the track and you drag and drop different parts of whatever track you're modifying for just the section. Uh, the point is is that uh, some things should be changing. The mix should be constantly changing. It should stay interesting. And I, and I would say that you can keep a song interesting, like, just as much as arrangement is important, songwriting is important, lyrics is important, melody, melody choice is important for keeping a song industry. I can also argue that you can make a song uninteresting by having a boring-ass mix. Yep. And you can make a mix sound expensive and interesting, main, at least maintain that level of interesting that it, it's supposed to be, um, if you spend time automating. Yeah. Both in levels. And let's talk about automating levels now. Yeah. Honestly, something uh, that everybody needs to level out is their delay. It's cool to have it constantly going. Oh, I, like, you dude, know I mean? I'm a big... I'm, a, I'm, if, I'm saying yeah. that if you don't... To be fair, that's like the biggest cheap things for me. Like if you have a blanket delay that never moves, yeah, I think it sounds so cheap where you can yeah. hear the delay while like, for example, the rapper is still going. And then, yeah, it delays the end of the phrase like you yeah. like it to, but yeah. it's also delaying while they're going. I think it sounds so cheap. Yeah. The funny thing is some people like it as a vibe and I, I get it at that point. Like, all right, cool. That's what you want. No worries. I'm going to automate it down outside for the words that we want to emphasize that way the delay hits a little bit harder in those moments but you still have that big wash of delay sound like i know when i'm recording with keisha um like she likes a lot more reverb and delay than i typically like to record with other with other artists but that's part of her vibe and so if i play it back for her dryer 
it doesn't sound as good. So what I've done is I actually have a sidechain uh, filter that goes into the actual delay. Uh, there's a compressor after it. And then that will actually compress the signal as she's going. But when it lets go, it actually brings the signal back up a little bit. It's no longer compressed. So it kind of auto does the the, the automation. Yeah. yeah. So like while I'm recording, I don't have to worry about like automating the sections after. I used to do that heavily. Yeah. Comeback Kid by Baby Audio has yeah, it that has built the auto in. Ducker. The ducker. Yeah. It's it's I but um. Yeah, I think that's better than nothing. I, I really like the the relayer. Uh, relayer, I found out through uh, Bob. It's from uh, uh, the same people that make uh, the Hawk uh, synth. Uh, what is it called? I, I forget their name, but uh, oh, UVI. Uh, but basically, relayer actually has like an advanced section page uh, where you can actually control all the parameters and how it's affected. And one of them is a ducker where you can set the threshold, the sidechain input and how much specifically you want to actually limit the ducker to do and everything, how fast you want you can to make respond. the third delay louder than the first. Exactly. Delay. You can make the, you can make I've all the that. delays go left and then the eighth one go right for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've, seen, I've seen that one before. It's, it's such a powerful plugin, but it, it allows you to somewhat automate internally, but it's still not going to be a perfect fix because it's an auto fix. You I, know, I, I, uh, another thing as well, so going back to the idea of automating levels, I, I want to talk about this. And this is something that um, I was teaching in my private lesson that kind of helped me figure out exactly how to kind of articulate this. Mm -hmm. But the thing with automation, like I'm sure that it's similar for you. Mm -hmm. How and when you put in automation is a hundred should be an emotional decision. Yeah. You should listen to the song and like put it in where it feels like it should go. Yeah. That's how it should be. Like, for example, I don't turn up the volume of the bass mm -hmm. during the choruses, automate the volume to go louder during the choruses because that's what someone told me. Mm -hmm. I do that because I know I want in this mix, what I'm hearing when I play back the song is the chorus should have like a little bit more energy and punch than the verse. Yeah. Okay. What's one way that I can do that? adding a little bit more low end. That'll translate into a little bit more energy during the chorus. What is one way of doing that? Oh yeah, automating the level of the bass. See how I'm not immediately jumping to step three? Mm -hmm. When when uh, I feel like people do this too often, they're like forgetting about the emotional context of the yeah. purpose for these techniques, which is what you shouldn't be doing. And the secret to all of this, like um, the reason why some people think like all of the Mix With The Masters videos are like laughable, is because there's no secret. There's very, very, other than Andrew Sheps, there's very, very few <laughs> engineers that are doing extremely complicated, groundbreaking techniques. Yeah. It's not that. They're doing, and I, in this, as a listener right now, you are probably focusing more on groundbreaking, creative uses of these plugins mm -hmm. than anybody winning Grammys right now. That could be applied to anything. Like literally yesterday, uh, I was asking Henry, he showed us a new workout type for, for leg day. Right. Um, and it was really cool, but I started asking him like, Hey, am I supposed to focus a lot on this and do this? He's like, I don't understand what the question is. I'm like, okay. And I tried rephrasing the question, but he's like, dude, I really think you're overthinking it. I really think you're overthinking it. Cause from me watching you, you did it right. Okay, you did like, it right. You just overthought it. All right. There's like life cycles of different things. For example, Okay, uh, in theology, this is interesting. Um, Buddhism has been around for a long time. Yeah. Judaism has been around for a long time. Christianity has been around for a long time. Again, all three of them, thousands of years. Mm -hmm. 
you know, um, Islam has been around for thousands of years. There's been a lot of time for them to be refined, their doctrines to change, to be refined and, and change to fit the needs of people throughout time. Yeah. Something that's like a religion that was made 50 years ago is going to mess up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and it has to go through a level of refinement for it to have more. Anyway, this, that's a bad example. I could have said this. No, 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 but else. it still makes but sense. But the sport yeah. of basketball, yeah. right? How it's evolved. It's, there's been a, enough time for it to be refined. The three point line was added. The backboard was added. Yeah. Um, and the rules have been added M- much time for it to be refined. And now we're kind of going into the small little details. There's not, there's not much to refine big things to refine. It's very small details. I think that we've been in the musical. The point is, I think that we've been in the digital era of music long enough mm-hmm. that most of those technical skills has already been refined. Yeah. There's not going to be that many groundbreaking, crazy uses and new plugins that's going to totally change the game. And that's the secret of what makes Serban Ganea's mixes so good. It's not that. Yeah. Like, the, it's been too refined and there's too many people and all of the tools that we use are so accessible that like at the end of the day, they, LeBron is great because he's huge. You know, like, <laughs> like it's not, it's not because technology. Well, I mean, we can argue that, but um, his shoes gave him an extra bonus. Yeah. Like whatever. I, <laughs> and it's so, I, so I think that's kind of where we're at is people think that there's this groundbreaking thing. It's not, yeah. um, we've kind of gone through that refinement life cycle of digital audio and the loudness wars has been around forever. And, and, and although it's not going away, we've refined loudness and what that means and what we're not willing to sacrifice and what yeah. we are willing to sacrifice. How many for times has the, has the scale for loudness changed in the last 20 years? Oh, like not that much, but the sounds of how, like yeah. what it, like the same metro metered loudness, but the sounds of the tones that are, emphasize yeah. to make things like, yeah, very. So it's, yeah, like, and then and they're going to continue to evolve, but they're going to be changing based on like cultural preferences mm-hmm. rather than like technological advancements. Yeah. It, which is, which unless there's a huge spike of people, like there's more people doing music now than ever before. Meaning that right now we have the most tools that we have. Sorry, I'm getting into a really weird random thought, but the point is, um, Automation is the secret to many big mix engineers, and you, and no matter what groundbreaking techniques there are, you have to think emotionally. Yep. So, like when you're automating the volume, again, just like you're lifting up, uh, raising the volume of the bass in the chorus, or raising the volume of the drums in the chorus, or compressing automated compression, so you're compressing more of the drums and turning up the makeup game, maybe during the chorus because you want it to be like more smacking, yeah. whatever it is, it come it should come from an emotional decision. What's cool is like. Uh, I remember there's a song by Linkin Park called uh, Given Up. Really, really good. Honestly, you should probably run to it. It's 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 that kind of like it keeps it has a driving like clap to it. Like it's it's, it's really gotta be dope. the right BPM. Oh yeah, we, he's uh, like, referring to uh, as I've been running every day recently. I have a 170 beats per minute playlist where I like match the tempo of the beats to my strides. Yeah, and I have a damn good playlist. But this song actually has this one thing that I was noticing because I lift to it all the time because like it, it it really keeps the pace going. But I was listening to it and didn't notice this until recently where at the chorus, 
the entry of it, the the lyric is I've given up and on the word up, um, it's like one decibel, maybe two at most decibels louder. And then you immediately hear that the rest of the vocals in the chorus are a little bit quieter. But then when he gets to that same lyric on the turnaround of the chorus, it goes back and automates back up. And then you notice that the snare actually hits a little bit harder for the second half of the chorus. And all of this keeps that driving energy. And then when the chorus goes out, everything goes down. You start noticing that they added a little more distortion to the bass to where they took the clap out for the beginning half of the second verse. But now the bass took the place of that clap with the distorting slapping mm. of the strings. And it's really cool because it's one of those things where automation made the emotional difference in the record to where it's like, it really keeps me wanting to keep moving versus just being a static mix. I agree. Big time. Um, this is a, a great time to talk about our sponsor before we continue. One, cool. uh, exclusive episodes of the podcast. If you like this podcast and you want more and more technical tips, you can't get enough. Um, go to mix music podcast forward slash or dot com forward slash exclusive where you can unlock three times the amount of episodes every single week for four dollars a month or forty dollars a year. Um, and they're all technical ed- episodes. Uh, and it's really, really great. Um, thank you for anybody that's currently subscribed. Um, also, if you'd like to hire me for mixing, Lou for mastering, um, or if you'd like to, you can DM us at DK Mixes at Mastered by Lou. If you mention that you listen to the podcast, I'm sure more we're more than happy to give discounts. Also, Lou and I have talked about if you want me to mix it and Lou to master the mix that I mix, then we will collaborate and make it the same price. Um, so you get both of us for the same price as if you had done it everything with me or done everything with Lou. Yep. So that's a good discount there. Um, and then also, uh, if you are looking to book studio time in LA, you can go to in the mix studios.com in the mix studios is a commercial facility that Lou and I co-own together. It's an awesome facility. We got a uh, one room that's open right now available for booking. Um, as the B room is booked, locked out for literally uh, a year, the rest of the year. Yeah. The yeah. rest of the year plus the next few months after that. Um, but we're looking forward to meeting all of y'all and working with y'all in, in different capacities. If you just want to hang out again, just DM us. So on that note, um, let's finish up this, this talk about sure. automation. Um, I talked about automating compression. Mm-hmm. I've done that a couple times. We talked about reverbs, effects, delays, volumes. Mm-hmm. Um, I always bring up like uh, dry as an effect in contrast. Oh, uh, that's another thing that I want to bring up is, is part of the reasons why automation sounds so good and can bring so much interest to a song is because of the amount of contrast you can make. Yep. Whether it's contrast in space, in width, I've automated imagers so it's like in wits where it's like i make it i mono out the guitar during the verse and i spread it during the the chorus during the chorus things like that um again the purpose being we want more energy less we want to dial back and keep a control during the verse we want more energy and width during the the chorus being able to articulate that then turns into automating the tool Mm -hmm. um what other things have you caught yourself, found yourself automating? I do a lot of master bus automation. Really? Yeah, I do a lot of it because uh, consider it this way. If I'm mixing it, then great. I can do a lot of like the, the, the macro moves in the mix. But if I'm mastering a record, then I only have the master bus to deal with, right? But uh, sometimes I'll actually automate in the way it actually goes into processing or post-processing. So pre-processing, if I want it to like hit a little bit differently or if I don't want it to hit as much during a section. So for instance, maybe I want like the bridge to be a little bit uh, more dynamic because it's supposed to be a little bit 
louder as it increases, but I also don't want it to actually, let's say, squash the mix. I'll actually drop the processing into it, but I'll up the output. Oh, I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So that way it's like, okay, cool. That way when it actually hits the chorus, I'll actually reverse it. I'll, uh, well, I actually won't drop the, I, the I output. Thought I'll, I thought I'll bring it back to normal, but um, I'll up the processing again so it hits the limiter a little bit differently mm. and that way maybe it like squashes the dynamics a little bit maybe it gets the snare to poke out a little bit differently but using that automation to like be like okay pre-processing automation and post-processing automation allows me to find like this sweet spot for different sections because let's say that you were sent a mix to master and it's very quiet in the in the verse then it gets louder in the bridge then really loud in the chorus well that means that processing is also hitting those different sections very very differently and you probably won't get the ideal loudness that you're after either so you have to find this sweet spot of like okay it's not that i necessarily want it to be slamming the limiter during the verse if it's a quiet verse but i do want it to be a little bit louder so you start finding ways to automate without the ear really necessary pick necessarily picking up that you cause that automation to make it change in volume Ooh, yeah i've i've done i i feel like with mastering while mastering the the thing that I automate the most, if I automate anything, is the clip gain. Yeah, which I think is the last thing I want to talk about. Is is I automate? You've seen me. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you actually have. You see me enough. The first thing that I typically automate while I'm mixing the tracks down is usually clip gain because I like the way. Um, for example, like with vocals as well, specifically with vocals, mm -hmm. some notes just need to be compressed more, needs yeah. to be compressed less. I'll automate the clip gain. Mm -hmm. And which which changes how it goes into the insert. I'll do it It'll for push. S's. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's something yeah. that I've heard people do. Yeah. Um, but automating the clip gain, I think, is like incredibly useful. And one of the ways that I instead of like automating the compressor on specific words, I'll automate the clip gain. So it pushes harder into the compression or like sections as well. Yeah. Um, I just like that sound, the tonality, how it reacts. And and that's something similar except in a different concept. Yeah. Um, I've done that with like uh, where the bridge for some reason just sexually is like way more dynamic and quieter. Yeah. Then I'll like clip gain the entire bridge in the mastering session mm -hmm. instead of just like relying on a on a slow compressor to kind of flatten it out yeah. the entire song. I'll like lift it up just enough because sometimes if I do that, then what it'll do is bring up the vocals too loud, so then you can really hear the compressor yeah. or like with the that, difference in section. I'll automate ozone. Ah, uh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Master Rebalance is dope. Yeah, it really is. Master Rebalance has saved my ass so I many times. I still need to try the new one. I, I haven't downloaded the copy that we got. Um, I, only I, because I, I was, was like, on 10? Yeah. It's great. I, I still haven't downloaded it only because I was in the middle of like a bunch of different projects. So I didn't want, uh, not that it's a risk, but I didn't want to uh, unintentionally change anything before turning in the finals there you after go. we just agreed to everything. Um, Mixmusicpodcast.com yeah. forward slash isotope. Uh, I don't know if we're doing any deals right now, but there used to be big discounts if you go to that I link. I believe it's still the trial extension. Cool. At least the trial extension there. So isotope.com, or sorry, isotope.com forward slash mmpod or just mixingmusicpodcast.com forward slash isotope, which takes you to the same location. Yep. Um, that link is still live. If you want good deals, that's probably the best place to go. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Ozone 10 is amazing. RX 10 is amazing. Um, they've added a few different, they've added like a golf loss competitor. R yeah. Really? No ozone 10. They've also added like transient shaper for, for ozone. It's really like, it's like low in focus, but like for entire, the entire frequency spectrum. Can you divide it up like the rest of them? Just check. Yeah. Just check it out. Okay. Just check it out. You could, yeah. Like you can divide it the for same way. For those that aren't watching, I was biting my lip waiting for the answer. 
Yeah, so it's it's a good thing. Um, otherwise, uh, if you're a fan of the podcast and you want to support us in a way that costs no money to you, please consider leaving a five-star rating on Spotify, a uh, five-star review on Apple Podcasts with just a couple words. Those yep. few words do do go a long way as for the algorithm. Um, and Even right if it's now, just I think. And, Lou. and listen to us on Amazon. Amazon is our yeah. current partner right now. Amazon yeah. Music does podcasts, uh, and uh, they're running. We're running ads on Amazon Podcasts, Amazon Music. Um, really great platform as well. So something to consider. All right. On that note, go automate your tracks. Keep your music interesting. Interesting. Happy mixing, my friends, and stay saucy. Check out the Mixing Music Podcast on Amazon Music. Just visit Amazon.com forward slash Mixing Music. Are you trying to find the perfect distribution platform to get your music on Spotify and Apple? I personally use and love DistroKid. Go to MixingMusicPodcast.com backslash DistroKid to get a small discount and get access to a platform with unlimited uploads for a yearly fee. Happy uploading and enjoy the show. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.